um, may we bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you for making sure that most of the people that attended church this morning was able to make it back for your prayer and worship. I'm just very glad to be here. And I also want to um, pray for the, for the sick and the people that weren't able to um, make it back and uh, make sure that they are well and be with them. And I also want to pray that we have a great evening service today. Amen. If for the prize we have striven after our labors are over, rest to our soul will be given on that eternal shore. Singing a home of the soul, beautiful home, there we shall rest. Never to roam, free from our care, happy and bright. Jesus is there, he is the light off in the storm. Lonely are we, we siding for home. Lonely are these beautiful home of the some beside the crystal sea. Yes, as sweet rest is remaining for the children of God, where there will be no complaining, never a chastening rod. We're singing home of the soul, beautiful home. There we shall rest, never to roam, free from our care, happy and bright. Jesus is here, right off in the storm. Lonely are we, we are sighing for thee, said a beautiful home of the ransom beside the crystal sea. Amen. Still have joy, still have joy. After all the things I've been, you know I still have. Yes, I still have joy. Yes, I still have joy. Yeah, yes, after all. You know we still have, yes, we still have peace. Yes, we pit have peace. Yeah, yes, after all. 
And you know we still have, yes, we still have love. Yes, we still have love. Yeah, yes, after all. God, Ben, you know we still, and yes, he been so good. Yes, he been so good to me. Yeah, yes, after all, you know he's been so, because he saved my soul. Because he saved my soul. And yes, after all the things I bent, you know he saved my soul. Excuse me. Pass me not, O gentle Savior, O hear my humble cry, O why does thou art calling, I'm singing well do. Not pass me by, and I'm calling you, Savior, oh, Savior. Why don't you hear my, my humble cry? Oh, why, oh, why, oh, no. Thou art calling, singing, do not pass me by, and I'm calling you, say, oh, Savior, why don't you hear my cry and oh why thou art calling singing well do not pass me by let the church say amen Awesome job.
I'm so thrilled and happy at the young men as they electrified my soul and motivated my spirit this evening. I'm so thankful for the leadership of this congregation affording me such an opportunity to come and stand before you just for a few minutes. I'm not going to keep you long, I promise. And you see, I have to be on time because I have a clock watcher. And my clock watcher has given me complete the standards of what and how long I need to be up here. I want to thank my wife as my clock watcher and my son as my motivational background cheerleader. I stand before you uh, because I received a text Thursday morning at about 7.26 as I was preparing for the day, thinking of what the Lord had for me as it goes for providing a service to my mother. I was challenged with that text as it started off, the bottom line wasn't up front, so he led me on to uh, read the entire text, and it started something like, good morning, brother. Hope your day is good. I was like, oh, okay, what Kevin want? <laughs> so, so he says, um, I really need a big favor from you, and I want you to pray about it. I hadn't got to the bottom of the text yet. And he said uh, further, he says, uh, I knew you could, you're capable of doing this for me, and uh, I need you to preach a short sermon Sunday night for me. And I paused. <laughs> and I said to myself, he must have sent this text to the wrong person. <laughs> so I waited uh, the entire day before I responded to him. And I began to scramble and think about what it was that the Lord wanted me to say to you tonight. And I told my wife, I said, hey, you know, I'll talk about marriage. We know everything about that. And she said, no, you will not. <laughs> so I remembered that I am the head of the household, but she is the neck that turns the head every now and again. <laughs> so being in obedience to my wife, I will not speak to you about marriage. So as I prepared to think about the things that I wanted to talk about, my, my son and I beginning to chat lightly about, son, what should I talk about? He says, well, dad, you always come up with two or three lessons, so you'll find something to talk about. And he was right. I move this evening to talk to you for a very short time about faith. Because during the time that my mother a few weeks ago had her stroke, my faith was tested. I had been humbled by your prayers as she is beginning to make progress, but yet still, my faith was tested. I began to use words that was not of something that a Christian who believed in God would use, and my wife would remind me, where's your faith? So as I challenged myself to understand those struggles and the emotions that I went through, I decided that I would talk to you tonight about when your faith is tested. One of the biggest challenges we 
face on our spiritual journey is completely trusting God's will, especially when our faith is being tested. A huge sign that you're questioning your faith is when you begin to wrestle with Jesus. This is often a result of disappointment. We're told through the scriptures that we have no reason to be disappointed. The scriptures are something that Jesus promised us that he'll always be with us and guide us through all troubles and times. If you're dealing with disappointment right now, remember that you can rely on Jesus. You see, when we recognize goodness, even in our daily struggles and our disappointment, then we can really develop a relationship with God. I have just for a few things I would like to share with you that maybe you'll put in your toolbox when your faith is being tested. See, when your faith is being tested, you need to seek the Lord's guidance. When your faith is being tested, you should seek the Lord's guidance in prayer through his word, which is the Bible. Many times we sometimes pray and we learn what God is saying about our situation is the last thing that's on our mind to do. But it is the most important thing that we can do is pray and ask God for guidance and strength. We often try to solve problems ourselves or seek someone else's directions. And when things get worse, we try to include God in our situation. When we even get upset with him sometimes for not showing up when we think God should be on time at our situation. When we never included him from the very beginning in our problem. When we take time to pray, we connect with God, and not only do we receive strength, but we receive the words of wisdom and encouragement and direction from God. We can do this daily by reading the scriptures. When your faith is being tested, be strong and of good courage. When our faith is being tested, it's important that we stand strong and have good courage as the Bible instructs. One of the primary things of the book of Joshua is to be strong and of good courage. Joshua chapter 1, verses 6, 7, 9, and 18. While the books of Numbers show the Israelite faith to enter the land of Canaan, God inspired Joshua, encouraged him, and gave him faith to lead Israel to meet this enemy face to face. Trusting God gave them the victory. Of the 12 men selected to spy out the land of Canaan, only Joshua and Khalid brought favor reports back. See, while the other 10 spied, focused on the Canaanite giants in the cities, which with strong fortified walls, Joshua and Caleb focused their mind on the power of God to fulfill his promises. See, see, Joshua was a good Bible leader. See, when your faith is being tested, start praising and worshiping God. See, we can praise and worship God when our bills are being paid. We can praise and worship God when we got food in our houses. We can praise and worship God when our spouses are treating us well. We can praise and worship God when everything is everything and everything. But when our faith is being tested, praising God may not be the easiest thing to do. Now all we can do is think about our problems that we're facing. But this is the best time to worship and praise God because when your faith is being tested, praises and worship God serves as a form of therapy that somehow comforts you in your situation. You see, when your faith is being tested, remember that God gives us the victory over all problems that we face. 
Joshua, that biblical figure who showed that living faith toward God and gained victory over overwhelming odds. The lesson from Jericho recorded in Joshua 6, verse chapter 1, for chapter 6, verses 1 through 27 helps us understand how God wants to give us victory over the problems that we face. While most of us have heard about Jericho, few of us has put those principles into practice. Things that we deal with in everyday life causes us trouble. We live with depression, loneliness, addiction, defeat, and despair, just to name a few. You see, Jericho stands for all those things that we can't get victory over on our own. We end up finding ourselves hurting others and eventually destroying ourselves. These are the things we hide in our lives, and we hide them every day, which are fear, defeat, anxiety, outright deceit. But God knows there's only one solution, and he leads us into battle against them all. But see, when your faith is being tested, you need to be around those folks who give you uplift, not the naysayers, the yaysayers, the whatever says, the whoever says, and what God says. We need to bow where our faith who are important to us, who are encouraging us, and who gives us faith. Most of all, you need to surround yourselves around prayer warriors. See, when your faith is being tested, that these people will bring your situation before the Lord on a constant basis. Through their prayers, the Lord would help send help and strength to you so that you can endure. See, when your faith is being tested, this is the time to dialogue with friends and family that knows how to bring your situation before the Lord and help you get through and give you comfort. See, when your faith is being tested, trust God. See, when your faith is being tested, trust God. See, when we focus our mind in the direction of God and proclaim his goodness, we reflect his glory. When we do this, we fulfill with peace and contentment. This can help shift the direction of things and give us some realization to our circumstances. Finding God in a hard time can be a pretty difficult thing. This is why it's important to choose and trust and hope when you can't see the way. When you feel like you've lost all trust, turning to God will help you. When your faith is being tested fast. This is probably one of the last things you think about doing when your faith is being tested. But it's incredibly helpful. When we need to hear from God quickly and we desire answers directly and expeditiously, we must fast and pray. God honors the sacrifice of obedience and fasting. When we fast, our spirit let go things of this world and we become sensitive to God's presence and his perspective. This ultimately releases God's power. When we do this, we put God on notice that our desires for him are greater than our desires for ourselves. See, when your faith is being tested, you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what is best for you. You have to believe in God's promises. See, God loves and cares about you deeply. Hebrew 11.1 1 says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God has so much for us that we just don't have the ability to comprehend it. The scriptures reminds us that our faith can move mountains, Matthew 17 and 20. We're also reminded in 1 Corinthians 2 and 5 
that our faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You see, our Heavenly Father knows our innings and our beginnings. This is why we are encouraged. And when he encourages us, it gives us faith. And we have faith in him. We can believe all things are possible. So when we can trust God and have faith in him and his word, we can genuinely praise God because we know he's working it out for our good. There's probably a good chance that at some point this year, as I have experienced, you will be facing difficult circumstances. You'll be up against what seems to be hard to do and maybe even impossible. But in spite of all that, that you face, God parted the sea for Israel. He cared about them. He cares about you and me. So as I close, I want you to remember these small, simple eight things. When your faith is tested, trust God. So those of you who may not be a member of the body of Christ, here's a great opportunity for you to do that if your faith is tested. You've heard the word. All you have to do is believe what you've heard. Make that great confession. Repent of your sins and be baptized. Buried in the water of graves of baptism, rise again a new creature. Live faithfully, and you're promised to receive a crown of joy and life that is promised to never shade away. And for those Christians who have fallen astray, and you need to get yourself back right with the Lord, you can do that as well. Be not separated from God, because you don't know what the night may bring, and you don't know what your situation is going to be tomorrow. And you may need the Lord. Because when you turn to your friends, Friends are just friends, but God is forever. So whatever part of this invitation is yours, will you come while together we stand and sing the song of invitation? Somebody's knocking at your door. Somebody's knocking at your door. Oh, sinner, why don't you answer somebody's knocking at your door? Well, it knocks like Jesus, somebody's knocking at your door. Amen, amen. Did, didn't Brother White preach on this evening? Yeah. Yes, my goodness. We have the young folks showing out. We got a not-so-younger folks showing out. Amen. Amen. God is definitely, definitely good. We just having an awesome time in evening worship on, on this evening. Uh, Brother White, I take my hat off to you. That was a masterful job. Let's give him another love deposit. Amen. I stand before you to read the prayer request. I ask that when your name is called, you please stand that the church may acknowledge you. Sister Gwendolyn Dixon requesting prayers for family and friends for health. She's requesting prayers on behalf, uh, on, on behalf of her sister, Sharika, and her friend, Mervis. Uh, Larry and Leah Bernard requesting prayers for a friend for spiritual strength. They're requesting prayers for Harami uh, and her father, Gabriel, uh, who is undergoing surgery on Thursday. 
Brother Bernard Sr. comes requesting prayers for Brother Johnny Ross Sr., uh, who lost his brother on last week. Uh, and I'll, during the closing, I'll give you the arrangements for the funeral services for the brother, brother our dear brother Johnny Ross. So we want to keep uh, he, uh, him in our prayers, Sister Cece Cruz, who, is all, who lost her grandmother. Uh, we want to keep all those who are going uh, through their hour of bereavement in our, in our prayers. Shall we go to our Heavenly Father? Father God, we once again come before thy throne, thanking thee for life, health, and strength. Father, we thank you for looking after us. We thank you for watching over us, Father. Even when our faith is shaken, Father, Father, you're right there to pick us up out of that miry clay and place us back on the solid rock. Father, we thank you for the word that was preached unto our hearing, Father. We thank you for your manservant, Father, who stood boldly, Father, and proclaimed your word. Father, we ask that you be with Brother White, be with his family, Father God. Uh, continue to be a fence around him, Father. Bless his mother's health, Father. We thank you for the progress that she's shown thus far. But, Father, we know you're not done with her yet, Father. We ask that you continue to bless the hands that are tending to her, Father. Bless them with the wisdom that they need to administer the right amount of care, Father, to uh, help get her back to her normal and most wanted health. Father, we ask that you bless this great church here at Pembroke Park. We ask you to bless those who are sick and shut in, Father, who requested prayer. Father, we just ask that you touch their bodies and heal them. Father, we ask that you bless those uh, uh, who are suffering uh, the loss of a loved one, Father. We ask that you bring them comfort during this tough time, Father, like only you can, Father. Father, we know that in the midst of our storm, we can have a smile on our face because you'll give us that peace that passes all understanding, Father. So I'm asking that you extend that peace to all our bereaved families, Father, and help them to see that there is definitely a bright side somewhere. Father, I pray that you continue to bless this great church here at Pembroke Park. Help us to have the same mind, Father. Help us to all put our hands to the plow and help us to get to work and take this church to a higher mark, which is in Christ Jesus. These are the blessings we ask your son, Jesus' name, let the church say, amen. Let us prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper. I know it was the blood. Well, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, well, he died upon the cross, my Lord. Come to another part of our worship service known as the Lord's Supper. We find biblical reference of the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 30, and it reads, For I received of the Lord, for also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he took, he took bread, and we had given thanks, he take it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is a New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it and remember it me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. 
Wherefore, whosoever shall eat of this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord unworthily, unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, so that he eat of the bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up this morning, even though you didn't have to. And thank you for life, Father, and strength. I pray that everyone that is partaking on this evening take with a clean hand and a pure heart. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you would like to partake, please stand and the brothers will assist you. They nailed him to the cross. Well, they nailed him to the cross. They nailed him to the cross for me. Well, one day when I was lost, well, and he died upon the cross. My Lord, and I know it was the blood for me. They pierced him in the side. Well, they pierced him in the side. My Lord, they pierced him in the side for me. Well, one day when I was lost, well, and they died upon the cross, and my Lord and I know it was the blood for me. Blood and water came streaming down, blood and water came streaming down, blood and water came streaming down for me. Well, one day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. Has anyone been overlooked? We have come to another part of our worship service known as the Collection. We found biblical references of the collection in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 and 2, and it reads, Not concerning the collection for the saints, as, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God has prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come once again to telling you, letting you know that thank you for waking us up this morning, even though you didn't have to, and thank you for thanking you for life, Father, and strength. I pray that everyone that gives, gives with a clean hand and a pure heart. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you would like to give, please raise your hand and the brothers will assist you. I'm going to trade my earthly home for a better one, brighter and fair. Christ left to prepare a mansion. For the children in the air, 
And I'll join him in that land where tis no sorrows can be found. When I receive a mansion, mansion, a robe and crown, then Lord, I want a mansion, a robe and a crown and glory there. Peace and love will always uh, forever live. Let the church say amen. amen. Didn't, haven't our young folks done a wonderful job on this evening? <laughs> amen. Amen. From, from the greeters at the, at the door, the young ladies welcome you into service. The young men handling the different aspects of the service. They just did a wonderful job. I want to, uh, young men, I'm so proud of you. Young ladies, I'm so proud of you. Keep up the good work. Keep serving God. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. Years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to remember uh, these Sunday nights where you served when you're up leading the church on Sunday mornings. You're going to think about the start that you got on Sunday night. Just a few years ago, I was one of these young folks sitting on the front row on a Sunday night worshiping. Look what God has done with me. Uh, so if God was able to do it for me, he can do it for you too. Amen. Amen. So keep serving God. Let's give these young men another love deposit. Amen. And I, I tell you, Brother, Brother White surprised some folks tonight, didn't he? Brother White is a man of very few words. If you see him, you would never think that he was a powerful preacher like that. Because he says so, he said. <laughs> but he's, I mean, he stood up and he did a masterful job. Brother White, great job. Keep on going. We, can, we need brothers like you here at Pembroke Park. Keep on working, keep on striving, keep on being an example for younger men just like me. Amen? Amen, amen. Just before we close out, we want to recognize any uh, visitors who are here. If you are visiting and this is your first time, we want you to be acknowledged by standing at this time. Any uh, visitors? Amen. Let's give our dear sister a love deposit. Amen. We are so happy to have you here with us. Uh, definitely come back and join us whenever you have the opportunity. These doors swing on welcome hinges, and you're always welcome to worship with us here at the Pembroke Park Church of Christ. Thank you. Amen. If you will, please, please bow and let's go to God's throne right now. Father God, we petition your throne yet again, Father. Father, we ask you, uh, we thank you for allowing our sister to make her way here on this evening, Father. We thank you for helping her to find her way here, Father. Father, her mother is going through a procedure on tomorrow, Father. I ask you to bless the hands of the doctors who are tending to her. 
Father, bless her with faith, Father God, that she can know that as long as she trusts you, everything's going to be okay, Father. Uh, I just pray that you just be with her and help her to stand and be an example to her family members, Father God. Help her to serve you the way you would like her to serve you, Father God. Be with her. Be with her family. Bless them with the blessings they stand in need of. In Jesus' name, we humbly pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. Thank you once again, my sister, for coming out and worshiping with us on this evening. Uh, we have a few up, uh, upcoming events. Uh, also, Brother Junior just texted me and said he's having a procedure on tomorrow as well. So let's uh, pray for our media minister, Brother Larry Bernard Jr., uh, as he has a procedure on tomorrow. Uh, the funeral service for the brother of uh, Johnny, uh, brother Johnny Ross Sr., uh, it's, uh, his brother's name was Roscoe Ross, and it's going. the viewing will be held at the Mitchell Funeral Home October 5th, and the funeral will be next Saturday, October 6th, at the First Baptist Church of Brownsville. That's located at 4600 Northwest 23rd uh, Avenue. I don't have a time listed on here right at, at 10 a.m. The funeral will be at, at 10 a.m., at the First Baptist Church of Brownsville at 4600 Northwest 23rd. This is opportunity for us to be the church for our brother Johnny. Uh, so let us please pray for uh, uh, br Brother Ross, his wife, and their entire family as they go through their hour of bereavement. Amen? Amen. Amen. On next Sunday, next Sunday is Friends and Family Day. Friends and Family Day, we're looking at uh, forward to having an awesome worship. Uh, make sure you are in this place. We're having a fellowship meal after church, and then right after the fellowship meal, we're going to have an abbreviated worship service. There will be no 6 p.m. service next Sunday. If you come here at 6 o'clock, the gate will be locked. Uh, so be here for morning worship, and then right, we're going to have the fellowship meal. Then right after the fellowship meal, we're going to have an abbreviated evening worship right after the fellowship meal. Uh, uh, 